Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're talking about a movie I thought we were going to just let slide by, Uh, but lots of people were talking about it, and I figured, why not? Let's do an episode. The movie is called Ready or Not, and if you've been to the movies this year, you probably saw the trailer every single time you went to the movies, over and over and over again. I think I might have even seen it like twice before one movie before. I don't know. Maybe that's not possible, but it sure seems like it. But, uh... This movie's already been out for a few weeks, uh, but I was on Twitter talking to all of all these wonderful people out there in Twitter world, and uh, JC from the Screen Fix podcast said he'd be interested in doing an episode, and I was like, do I really want to write a written review of this movie? Why don't we just do an episode? And so here we are. JC joins us for a great little conversation about Ready or Not, which if you don't know, which it's impossible because, like I said, the trailer was like everywhere for the past year but if you don't know this is a movie about a woman who marries into this wealthy family and she finds out on the wedding night that they have to play a game of uh hide and seek and everybody is going to try to murder her in the game of hide and seek it's kind of dumb but it's uh it's a you know it's a cool premise you could see where something like this could go in pretty fun directions it gets it goes in mixed directions, but we'll get into it in the conversation. Before we get into the conversation, I want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And, of course, follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. We got a lot of piecing it together for you this week as we lead up to our first live episode on Sunday, September 15th during the Sin City Horror Fest. So... Check out this episode. Check out all the other episodes. Leave us a review. We want to hear what you're thinking. Let's get into the conversation. All right. So joining us today for the first time, we've got JC from Screen Fix. How's it going, That's man? That's me. That is you. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, to have you here, man. Yeah, it's a, a morning. I, I usually record my own podcast uh, at nighttime. Yes, so me too. Me it's too. It's usually been a long day. I'm a little bit loopy. Uh, this time, uh, yeah, just had some, just had some breakfast, mm-hmm. just had some coffee. I'm, I'm hopped up. I'm hopped up and ready. I just got back from the gym and I've got a coffee right here in my hands. So, uh, actually yeah, I, well, hey, I held it outside of the, uh, the camera angle there. So you yeah, I, I, I must yeah. say you're, you're looking swole. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. The gym is working out. 
Ah, thank you very much. I sir. see some deltoids <laughs> popping. It's, they're it's they're good. all over the place. They're popping in places you don't want to know. Uh, let's talk about this movie. Well, before we do get into this movie, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself? I've had your cohort, the lady one, on the show before, and I've been on your show, but uh, you've never been here before. Why don't you tell our listeners a little about yourself? Yeah, so I'm JC, uh, host of uh, Screen Fix, uh, the Screen Fix podcast, where we fix a recent film. Uh about me, uh, oh God, nobody asked me. I feel like I'm on a Tinder date. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually uh, worked in Hollywood for a few years uh, when I was a younger man, before I came to my senses. Um, yeah, I worked on some movies like, uh, oh, uh, Imaginary Heroes, which was a Dan Harris movie. Uh, I worked on a movie called In Her Shoes with Cameron Diaz, but that was act- after I moved back to Florida. But um, yeah, but I've been, uh, uh, I've made short films on my own. Uh, yeah, so, but I've been like uh, uh, podcasting for a long time and podcasting for over a decade. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, here I am. Let's do this. I'm ready to break down some movies. Yeah, I absolutely. A, I also have a, a film blog called uh, filmducinema.com. So, if anybody wants to check that out, sweet. Right on. Well, yeah, I mean, this movie, uh, ready or not, I. I was going to let it just kind of slide by, um, you know, it, it's, it's an all right movie. I didn't love it. We were kind of talking a little bit in, in the, uh, before we got started, uh, but people just keep talking about it. And so I thought maybe we should get around to an episode and then, you know, you mentioned that you'd be down for it. Yeah. Uh, were you, were you looking forward to this when it came out? Uh, no, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the preview and I thought, uh. Nah, that doesn't like I didn't see anything that was capturing my my attention too much. Uh, um, however, people that I saw other movies with, where we were all in the theater watching the trailer, were so interested in it. Yeah, it, it seemed like everybody else was more interested in it than I was. Uh, so I went to see it, of course, because uh, you know, you know, because horror's big right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like every even. Even the average film goer is suddenly all about these these horror movies now, and they all want to go see it. It's like a little, it's like a trend. Like you got to go see the the new horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and comedies are out. not big, and it seems like you have yeah. to mix comedy into something. It's either got to be a superhero movie that's funny, or a horror that's funny, or whatever. Um, and yeah, and it it seems like the yeah. only comedies we're getting that are breaking out are weird niche comedies like the. A middle school raunchy movie that's out right now. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know how young we need to go with our our raunch, but I guess that's the lengths that comedy is going to to try to get people to go see comedies now. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what's what's next. Like a toddler, a, a raunchy toddler comedy. We'll get about there. breast breastfeeding. I've I've no I've no idea. I, we'll we'll get there. I don't want I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> well, uh, we're probably going to end up doing an episode on that one too. But for today, why don't we get into some puzzle pieces on Ready or Not? What do you got for your first one? Ah, okay. So my first puzzle piece is uh, I think um, kind of obvious, but it kind of parallels this like uh, modern horror kind of this horror renaissance that we have going on right now uh, i just went ahead and said get out mm-hmm. um because get out is a is another movie where uh a family member lures in an outsider uh who gets embroiled in a family ritual uh mm-hmm. in get out it's not it's kind of a 
uh, ritualized thing. Uh, it's more of a mad scientist. It has a mad scientist bent on it. Sure. Whereas this one has uh, a supernatural bent on it. But it is a, a family, like a, a ritualistic killing where they lure in uh, an outsider. Uh, and also started by a, you know, uh, an ancestor. Mm -hmm. uh, and also has shades of that kind of like wealthy white privilege theme. Yeah. Uh, which runs through uh, both of them. So my first instinct or my first thought, my first puzzle piece was like, you know, they're not the same, but they hit on some of the same themes and Absolutely. they are, they're, they're, and they're, they're similar. So, uh, my first puzzle piece was, was get out. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I had get out on my list as well, actually. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. And I, and I think another thing that, that, uh, to add to that, uh, to that point is get out you know, I think Get Out does it a lot better, but, you know, yes. with the social satire angle of it and like mm -hmm. kind of, uh, kind of, you know, making fun of the, the 1% and the wealthy and all that stuff. And there's little bits and pieces of that here in, uh, Ready or Not, but it never, never quite drives it home. It's just maybe like a little off the cuff joke once in a while, but it never yeah, this, quite gets into uh, how weird the rich can be, you know? Yeah. And this one kind of, uh, Whereas the white people, whereas the wealthy white people in Get Out are a little more uh, menacing in how they, in the things that they say and whatnot and how they act, uh, this one is, you can tell that they're purposely trying to, uh, I mean, their last name is, is essentially dumbass. <laughs> uh, and it ha it is the last name is D Dumas or whatever D Dumas or whatever dumbass right yeah and uh, uh, it's actually like Lo Dumas or whatever but Le, Le Dumas or De Dumas or something like that but uh, yeah so they're basically the they're saying that these they're dumbasses and uh, it's funny because I was watching an interview and uh, Adam Brody actually says yeah our last name is dumbass <laughs> nice. and uh, and it reminds me of that that old do you remember that old commercial where that guy he's uh he's doing a job um uh interview and the guy that's interviewing with last name is dumas yeah and he keeps yeah. saying so am i your guy mr dumbass and he goes the name's dumas so uh that's a good commercial. but yeah so this movie's just saying <laughs> that, that that these are dumbass white people and uh it's a little more on the nose with it i mean it's it's on the nose with a lot of stuff like even with the the her her name is Grace. She gets a nail through her hand. So now there's <laughs> Jesus again. It's like yeah, got got to sprinkle in the Jesus. Um, you know, uh, I was I was picturing the these writers. Uh, not to not to make too much shit of them or anything, but I, I was picturing while this movie was like in in production. Uh, you know, people asking them like, you know, oh, so what's your new project? And they just couldn't stop laughing while explaining the movie. You know, like they yeah. just thought it was the best thing. Yeah, ever. they think they're super clever. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they they did. I, I was I was watching some some stuff too, and they even the actors and actresses are just like it's the best thing it was i loved it i loved how strong the the heroine was and i'm like uh <laughs> i don't i don't think she's that strong of a heroine in this movie like she's mostly surviving because everyone else around her is 
a dumbass. They're so like, stupid. They're very stupid. Although yes. I will say I, I very much like Samara Weaving. Uh, but we'll get yeah, into her more fantastic. as we're continuing mm-hmm. through uh, mm-hmm. through this conversation. Yeah, but yeah, Samara uh, Jesus. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump into my first puzzle piece then, uh, awesome. and that is going to be Game Night uh, from just oh, a couple yeah. of years ago, uh, which. Again, mixed, uh, you know, comedy is such like a dying genre now, but they, yeah. they found a way to mix it in with, uh, you know, like the whole action, little bits of horror mixed in there and violence and yeah. all. And yep. uh, that that movie also had, you know, I would say Samara Weaving is, uh, you know, pretty great in the in the lead here. Uh, mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams was so good in, in Game Night. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I don't really remember that movie super well. I mean, it it was it was for the moment. It was a pretty fun movie. There's just so few good comedies nowadays, like we were just starting to talk yeah. about earlier. But uh, I I think that using a a you know childhood game kind of thing and combining it with comedy and horror, I think mm-hmm. it's it's a kind of natural uh, progression. Uh, yeah, and now that uh uh. uh... Blumhouse is making just making movies out of games. Yes, uh, they are. Ouija, um, Truth or Dare, like they'll be <laughs> they're gonna come out with Tiddlywinks or <laughs> Yahtzee, the horror movie. I have no idea. It's, I hope Adam Brody's <laughs> in all of these. <laughs> <laughs> Next summer, Adam Brody in Yahtzee. <laughs> don't roll the dice <laughs> stupid uh yeah so yeah i i get it all this this game stuff is is big right now because they're just throwing out horror horrors horror is trendy yeah i suppose i could have used a uh, tag with ed helms but uh i, I think yeah that's a better option well. there's, there's another one. <laughs> oh god these movies and, uh uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Talk Jeremy about Renner him. looks like he's got a lot of skin on his face. He's got like <laughs> enough skin on his face for a much larger skull. Mm-hmm. Yet he's thin and buff. It's he's very strange face <laughs> yeah. when you, when you really look at it. That's just it's very yeah. strange. The, I, I I heard the Jeremy Renner app. Uh, it, it puts like that large of a face on your face, and then it's like <laughs> it's AR technology. <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd Renner-ized ever get to talk about the Jeremy, Jeremy Renner app on this show, but I'm glad uh, I'm glad it just happened very briefly awesome. there. Uh, what do yeah, you got for your next his, puzzle piece? <laughs> his commerce store, apparently. Okay, uh, my next uh, piece of pieces. Yeah, let me see. Okay, I have another one. This is this is kind of silly. Uh, um, so this is. I think all of these movies are kind of riffs. These kind of hunting rich people hunting people. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies are all kind of uh, riffs on that classic short story, uh, Most Dangerous Game, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I picked another uh, rich people hunting uh, movie called uh, Surviving the Game. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars Ice-T. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It stars Ice-T is this uh, uh, homeless guy, and he takes this job as a hunting guide for some rich people up in the woods. And uh, the rich people are, in this movie, are, um, it's this absurd cast, uh, uh, Rutger Hauer, mm-hmm. um, Gary Busey, uh, F. Murray Abraham, um, and some more people. But a- anyway, lo and behold, uh, in the morning, 
Ice T, we're gonna hunt you. Go on, boy. And the <laughs> and these rich people are now hunting uh, uh, Ice T. And th- that movie's so good. It has a uh, a some tagline, something like uh, uh, one of those awful uh, taglines. Um, something like he knows he's gonna die one day, but today he's not in the mood. Nice. <laughs> you know, j- jumping off cliffs all a Rambo. Yeah. So, that oh, rules. it also Charles S. Dutton. So oh, yeah, yeah. You can tell exactly what years this movie came out in. It's like 90s, big time. I think we need uh, a remake of Surviving the Game, but with Ice T as the rich guy now and <laughs> hunting some young, some young guy. That would <laughs> fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of. <laughs> Bunch of super rich rappers yeah. that are, that are <laughs> hunting some homeless white guy. Oh, that would freaking rule. Hunting, oh. uh, uh, I don't know, hunting uh, uh, Bradley Cooper or something. <laughs> yeah. is, is Bradley Cooper the ultimate white guy right now? I, I have no idea. He, he's okay. pretty white, I would say, as far as white yeah. guys go. But yeah, <laughs> but to, to your puzzle piece, uh, no, great, great, great pick for sure. Yeah, I... You know, I know that there's like so many of these kind of yeah, like like the rich people hunting a, a person yes. kind of movies, and I, I didn't I didn't want to like necessarily for me personally bring one up because I haven't seen any of them in like a million yeah. years. You know, and I didn't really yeah. have much to say about them specifically. So I'm glad you brought one up, and that's a, a that's a really good one. And plus, we get to talk about Ice T. So yeah, uh, I wanted definitely. to pick one of the, the sillier ones, and that that one for yeah. sure. I mean, there, there's other ones where like where there's like uh prisoners are dropped in a you know there's there's so many takes on this but yeah. uh you know but n- not all of them have iced tea exactly exactly uh all right i'm gonna go with another puzzle piece here um and you know this this rich family is you know they're just like you know insanely wealthy and filled with all these like weirdos and you know and some of them are extra weird like the grandma and uh oh, yeah. and i thought of the adams family uh, which I it is think is kind of a creepy house. Yeah. 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 I, I think they didn't, I think they wanted it to come off even more like the Adams family. I think they wanted all of these characters to be super memorable. And I don't think that they're they're you know, they really quite get there, but I think they're trying to go for like everybody just being like weird in their own kind of weird kooky way. And you know, like, Oh, look at all these weird, yeah. crazy rich people. Um, but I definitely think that like the Adams family, uh, family dynamic is what they're going for with this family, which is yeah. very strange, but also not fully realized, I guess, um, in, in any meaningful way, unfortunately, but, yeah. but definitely I mean, there's some weirdos in there. Yeah. It's they they tried to shoehorn each one with their own little kind of quirk, like the wife of Adam Brody likes killing more than Adam Brody, or mm. um, the grandma had to kill her husband once, or uh, or it, it, they tried to get they tried to give them quirks, but right. I don't I don't I don't know if they they succeeded fully on that. Yeah, I would have liked if they were more Adams Family weirdos. Exactly, uh, <laughs> right? I would have liked for them to just go full uh, creepy and kooky. Yeah, that, I think that would and that would have led to more fun with the whole horror comedy aspect, like like really being able to go over the top instead of it just being you know people chasing each other around with guns. Which yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, it's it's very much just like a Killing Time movie. Uh, I think we we were talking about this. Like, great idea, 
mm-hmm. a great ending, but no idea how to get to the ending in an interesting way. They're just kind of dicking around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of people just dicking around in, yeah. this, in this haunted house. And uh, uh, most of the people that get killed in this movie are just the help. <laughs> Which is a very interesting thing. Yeah, I, I, I had forgotten about that until you just mentioned it just there. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like, the majority of the people that die in this movie are just the, the, the poor yeah. maids. Like, Yeah, the only weird. family member that dies in this movie during the, uh, the actual hunting is the mom. There's right. one. Out of these, like, six family members, only one. I'm like, wow, this is, uh, okay. Hmm. Everybody's just going to live, huh? I mean, which makes the ending, I guess, kind of cool, I guess. Sure. I mean, but, yeah, yeah. But I would have been just as happy if she had systematically hunted them all, and the only one left was her husband, and he exploded. Like, sure. I would have been just as happy. Like, exactly. You know, yeah, that, uh, at least in, you still get someone exploding. Yes, yeah. I would have maybe been just as happy. Um, <laughs> Because they they do just kind of bumble around the house. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no, none of them are. And I guess, you know, that does kind of speak to uh, the kind of uselessness of, of the, the 1% people. Um, that they can't even handle this task that they've been given by the devil okay. or whatever. But All right. Uh, in case uh, Dave has any 1% listeners, yeah. there are some 1%ers out there that work very hard and mm-hmm. have earned every cent. If there are any of you out there, uh, our Patreon is patreon.com slash piecingpod. Uh, <laughs> why don't you plug yours while you're at it? That way we get a little bit I of I also have around. a Patreon for you one percenters <laughs> out there. Uh, Screen Fix Podcast Patreon. Look it up, please. One Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. You guys are well-dressed, wonderful, We lo- We love, we love people. you people. Yes. Yes. All right. What do you got for your next puzzle piece? <laughs> okay. So my next one, so it, it also made me think about movies where, uh, horror films where women turn the tables on the attackers, like uh, a woman you wouldn't expect turns the tables on attackers. Mm. So, and I immediately went to my favorite of those, which is Your Next. Nice. Uh, Your Next, directed by Adam Wingard, is one of the best uh, unexpected woman turns the tables on people that are invading a house uh, movie and they invade the house and they're inside the house uh essentially in uh your next uh, have you seen your next i actually haven't i heard great things about it though so good so essentially the plot of that is there there's these family members that have conspired with other family members to kill other family members at a uh at their country estate because one of them wants some inheritance money right what they Mm -hmm. didn't count on was that one of them brings along their girlfriend and they have no idea that this girlfriend grew up in like a survivalist commune mm. and she just like deadly home alones, <laughs> deadly home alones, the house and just murders them all. And, and the thing that it does better than this is it makes, it definitely turns her into the, 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 the heroine of, of the movie like tougher than everyone else, smarter than everyone else. Um, and just, um, the kills in that movie. One thing that that movie does better than, than this movie, uh, is the kills are outstanding. Like, Mm -hmm. like I said, there's, she just like deadly home alones things. Uh, there's also (laughs) a fantastic scene involving a blender and someone's head. 
um nice i can imagine that 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 you have to see it's um so this movie immediately reminded me of of your your next which is like i said it's just a, a woman put in some uh, extreme circumstances that unexpectedly is up to the task <laughs> sure sure yeah well, yeah, no, it sounds it sounds great. I, I've heard really good things about it and uh, about uh, what's her name again? The the woman that that's in the lead of your next. Ooh, I don't know. But oh, I can look sh- it up real quick I, while you. Well, while you I I was gonna say I I've heard good things about that actress and then uh, you know Samara Weaving. Uh, you know I I I really do think that she does a great job in this. I I also just you know just as a total aside, um, I I think the the constant comparisons to Margot Robbie are kind of ridiculous. I don't think she really looks that much like her. I don't well, know. Uh, I had a couple people tell me that they wanted to go see the Margot Robbie horror movie. Yeah, people seem Who, to really think that yeah. they look exactly the same. Oh, the actress in that, by the way, is Sharni Vinson. Sharni Vinson, okay. An actress named Sharni Vinson. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard that she was great in it, but uh, she's outstanding in it. Yeah. But, yeah, I uh, also yeah. thought uh, Samara Weaving does an outstanding job with what she's given in that in that movie. Exactly. It's like it, what she's given is you know she, there's not much there unfortunately but but she really makes the most of it and seems to be having a blast doing it i would say the same for adam brody who is the other kind of shining spot of this movie uh but you know everybody else kind of doesn't really know what kind of movie they're making it seems like it seems like these two know that they're making something just kind of silly and ridiculous you know and what's cool is like these these horror movies uh really give uh uh you know uh actresses because a lot of these movies, the the the, the main protagonist is a woman, mm. um, or they have a very like important role in it. Uh, this I thought this movie is is was great because uh, Samara Weaving gets to really be the lead and she gets to shine instead of playing like a girlfriend or a mm. you know like just like a you know she doesn't have to play like a a romantic interest. Um, she gets to kick some ass, and yeah. I and I think that that's great for Samara Weaving, and also uh, that also reminded me of uh, the actress that 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 broke out in 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 Happy Death Day. Um, yeah, just where you uh, I forget her name. Uh, her name is uh, uh, Jessica Roth or Rothy. Uh, right, right, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, she was great too because she got to to really sink her teeth into this juicy, fun horror role. Um, so I think these movies are 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 great for for actions that don't need to be uh, pigeonholed. Yeah, you know, in, into like a some some feminine role. Hopefully, they can uh, use it as a launching pad and do some some you know bigger work along the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and also another thing, I, I realized I couldn't figure out where I knew Samara Weaving from, uh, and it was Ash vs Evil Dead. Uh, she was in that, mm. so I totally recognize her from that. Um, great, but. I have one more puzzle piece here because Get Out was uh, one of my other ones. Uh, uh-huh. So I got one more here, uh, and that is the James Gunn produced the Belko experiment. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I also didn't really like that much. I, I thought no. it was just all right, but yeah, I I feel like it's the same kind of thing where you get a good idea for yep. a movie. 
and then just kind of don't do anything with it as far as execution is considered. I mean, you 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 think of the idea of the Belco experiment, uh, that there's a social experiment, and all these corporate employees are trapped in a building, and they have to kill each other yeah. you know, to survive. And you think, oh, there's going to be all kinds of inventive kills because they're in this different environment. Yes. And then instead yes. they run around with guns and shoot each other. Um, it kind yeah, I of mean, I annoyed mean, and, the and, shit out of me. I mean, you're right. Like an office has all kinds of cool things. Paper cutters, copy mm-hmm. machines. Like get, get interesting with it. Yes, exactly. And Have I, fun. I, don't, I don't understand these movies that don't because like why am I watching this then? Yeah. Exactly. I like I, wa- <laughs> I can watch John Wick like for the fourth time this year. I know. Like I want to <laughs> see inventive kills. I, I, I want to see a kill that I've imagined in my mind, but could never do. Mm-hmm. Like if if there was like a home invader in my house, could I get a gun and shoot them? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it. That's a pretty normal person uh, situation to mm-hmm. to be in. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, like in an office having to fight somebody with a paper shredder. Yeah, no, <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I want to see. Exactly. In fact, Dave, I think we're uh, uh, we need to get on this. Yeah, well, yeah we're gonna we're, we gonna, ma- we're gonna make a movie filled with just nonstop people getting killed in various unique, non-stop never thought of ways. inventive kills. Yeah, yes. <laughs> nonstop inventive kills. People trapped in a staples. Ooh, not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just dr- drowning them in whiteout. <laughs> All kinds of deadly traps involving yeah. paper clips. And <laughs> I-, I think we could come up with pretty damn good Staplers, movie. yeah. <laughs> Imagine having to survive like <laughs> the stapler gauntlet. Yeah, pretty scary. Oh, <laughs> God. So uh, what do you got? You got another uh, puzzle piece there? Sure. I've, I've got some, just some small ones here after, after those ones. Those are kind of like uh, my, my main ones that I thought were okay. influences or movies that it made me think of. Um, I just have the idea that this movie... Yeah, okay, it's not really a, a, a puzzle piece, but when this movie started... Oh, well, there's a couple like small homages in here. Um, for a second, I thought this was going to be like uh, Die Hard in the Dumbwaiters. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nice. Right. Nice. Like, she was going to have to like go through Dumbwaiters and through all the secret like, passages and try and, and live, you know? Uh huh. So I was like, okay, Die Hard and Dumbwaiters, let's do this. Like, I was kind of ready for it, you know, like her sneaking around. But instead, she just kind of clumsily runs down hallways where she could easily be spotted and uh-huh, all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. But I was like, <laughs> okay, so uh, as soon as she went in the, the, there, I, I thought about Die Hard. Um, another small homage, I'll just throw this out. I thought the, the ending when she goes out and smokes the cigarette was making me think a little bit of the ending of, of, of Heather's. Hmm. When she's outside and she, uh, when Winona Ryder's outside and she looks all beat up because she's just saw Christian, uh, Christian Slater explode and she's sure. just smoking and she's just smoking that cigarette and looking all beat up. Yeah, yeah. No, like, that's okay. good. There's, there's like some Heathers there, some, some Heathers, some diehard uh, stuff like that. Um, I like it. But other than that, I think I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty good with my, Sweet. With my, my, my pieces. I had those kind of three solid ones, and then everything else is just kind of a, a comment or an aside about it. 
Perfect. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and do the finished puzzle and list out all the movies we just discussed. And yeah, all I got right. a few other comments we'll, we'll mention when we uh, finish this up. But um, yeah, so our finished puzzle includes Get Out, Game Night, Surviving the Game, The Addams Family, You're Next, The Belko Experiment, Die Hard, and Heathers. <laughs> so fairly short, very <laughs> random list, uh, but uh, I, I think it's pretty damn appropriate. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll just say one thing uh, just to kick this off, our, our final thoughts, um, kind of almost a, bo- a bonus piece, but one that really could not have been an inspiration because it just came out this summer. Uh, yeah. I thought of Midsummer and the yeah. idea of this girl going through this crazy uh, situation and uh, realizing that her her relationship is not something that she should have been in, you know, uh, that the the guy is kind of a uh, piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I just, I just thought of that while while I was uh, while I was coming up with my pieces. What do you got for yeah. uh, for other thoughts on this movie? Maybe it's maybe this is the summer of bad bad boyfriends. Bad boyfriends. <laughs> the summer <laughs> the that summer is the theme. <laughs> this is the summer of bad boyfriends. Yeah. Um, my final thought. Uh, my final thought actually has to do with. Uh, so I thought this movie. You know, of course, we've already talked about this uh, in depth. That it's just kind of this. I don't think this movie was executed as well to get to the ending as mm-hmm. we thought that it 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 could have been. Uh, it was pretty on the nose with what it was trying to say. Um, but it's funny because I was, I was watching interviews for this for this this movie and i guess my final thought is how cringeworthy is it to watch interviews for movies like (laughs) why does every interviewer have to ask some stupid ass question like how has filming affected your own family game night (laughs) and the and the actors just look at each other and like fake smile and they're like uh, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, yeah, like, right. Or somebody else I saw asked, "If you were, if you were fighting in a house, which one of the weapons would you choose?" And they're all just like, <sighs> like looking at each other, like, "Why, why do we have to do this?" And I'm like, I don't blame actors and actresses at all for getting frustrated with interviews or the, or the ones who just make shit up and then like have to just deal with it later but it's like at least they got to have a little bit of fun during the process of doing those stupid <sighs> interviews oh my god just those kind of cringeworthy questions like oh my god um <laughs> that's really oh i also have one small piece of trivia uh when andy mcdowell says holy dick mm-hmm uh, she improv that herself. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, Andy McDowell improved Holy Dick. All right. Pretty good. Pretty I kind of want to hang out with Andy McDowell now. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is, uh, you know, back to the trailer for this movie, I, which I... I remember sitting in theaters like literally like 50 times over the last year because yeah. this they showed this trailer before every movie and every yeah. time the audience kind of ate it up, I thought. And yeah. I always thought Same. it looked kind of dumb. Yes. Uh, this movie is literally the trailer spread out to 90 minutes. I, I don't yes. think there's yeah. anything, not a single surprise. Like it, it's just that trailer. And if for people who actually were laughing at the trailer, they probably 
enjoyed this movie. Um, and if you haven't seen it yet and you're listening to this, which of course we get into spoilers on the show, so you shouldn't, but uh, you should go see the movie first. But if you haven't seen it yet, you probably will like the movie if you liked the trailer. Uh, but neither of us yeah. really did. <laughs> well, here it is. It's it's like if you're just getting into this 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 if you're just getting into this mainstream horror thing that seems to be happening right now, mm-hmm. you're gonna like it because it's not too gory. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like uh, tongue in cheek, and it's a very safe horror movie to watch. and And you're probably gonna like it and be like, "I watched a horror movie." Ooh. <laughs> but. <laughs> If you're really into the horror genre, you're going to watch something much darker, much gorier, much more uh, challenging than this than this movie. This is a, a, a mainstream uh, horror movie for the masses is what it yeah. is. And if you want horror comedy, just go watch Evil Dead again because <laughs> you can't get better anyway. So. The ultimate horror comedy. Well, really, Evil Dead 2 right, Evil Dead is 2. where it really gets horror comedy. Yes. Absolutely. Well, uh, I think that about does it. Uh, Jay-Z, you got another thing you watched recently that you would like to recommend? Yeah, sure. If you're a fan of extremely deadpan humor full of self-awareness, like extreme self-awareness, like characters saying, yeah, it's in the script. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Watch Jim Jarmusch's uh, The Dead Don't Die. Like if you're if you're into zombies still and you want more zombies and Bill Murray, because remember there was zombie Bill Murray in Zombieland. Uh, if instead you want to see Adam Driver and Bill Murray kind of putter around town, uh, having interesting conversations while whacking a few zombies, check out The Dead Don't Die uh, by Jim Jarmusch. I agree. Good movie. Uh, we covered it on the show a few months ago, so watch it and then go back and listen to the episode. Yep. That's definitely one to check out. Just came out for sale. Yes, absolutely. So uh, awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for being here, JC. Uh, why don't you tell yeah. people where they could find your podcast and everything? Yes. So my podcast is Screen Fix Podcast, where we fix a recent film. Basically, we go in and uh, each of the hosts and guests talk about something that they would have fixed to make the movie a little bit better. Most recently, we did Hobbs and Shaw. And uh, coming up, we have a uh, fix of all the Disney re- uh, all the Disney remakes this year. Ooh, We're just nice. gonna do them all in one super episode. So <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, and of course, we got a lot of other stuff coming up. Rambo, it too, and, and all those goodies. Uh, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, on our website, ScreenFixPod.com, uh, and uh, we also have a Patreon as well. But uh, you know, donate to his first. And then donate to mine. So, you know, I'm going to be a good, good guest here. Oh, uh, so. thanks, man. <laughs> but check us out on Apple Podcasts, please. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for being here. And uh, I, I would love to come be on uh, your show again sometime. It was a lot of fun doing it. Thank you, Dave. You know you will be. Hello, and welcome to Scream Scene. The horror movie podcast where we watch every horror movie ever made in chronological order, then rank them from best to worst. Your dedicated hosts, Sarah and Ben, bring you a new episode each week, covering the history of film through a horror lens. From silent to sound and black and white to color, and the social and cultural context surrounding them. Scream Scene is your well-researched, in-depth, and respectful dive into the horror movies of old. 
join us, Creatures of the Night, by subscribing to Scream Scene on iTunes. And visit our website, ScreamScenePodcast.tumblr.com. You'll be dying to subscribe. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It'll be a hell of a good time. Better? It'll lift your spirits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Ready or Not. Uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's fun, but just never really quite lives up to its potential. I know a lot of people did really like it, though, so, you know, if you saw that trailer and thought, this movie looks like it's for me, you might actually like it. So, go check it out, if you haven't, which you should have, because obviously we get into spoilers on this show. But now it's after the conversation, so it's too late for you. You've already been spoiled. I'm sorry, guys. But that's just how this podcast works. And if you like this podcast, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We would love it if you'd give us five stars and leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. We are continually trying to make this the best show it could possibly be. We love making this show. I've got so many episodes lined up with all kinds of great new guests and returning guests that have been on the show before. And uh, I just love doing it. And we have our first live show coming up on Sunday, September 15th at the Brendan Palms Theater at the Palms Casino here in Las Vegas uh, during the Sin City Horror Fest. We are going to be covering a locally made feature film called The Head, and uh, it's going to be a really fun conversation. we got Josh Bell joining us, who's been on the show a bunch of times. We have Drew Marvick, who is a filmmaker and also organizer of the Sin City Horror Fest. And we got the film's director is going to be there as well, so it's going to be great. So you can find more information about that uh, in the show notes and on our Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Which, speaking of which, follow us on all the social medias at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And uh, yeah, let's uh, close this thing out with a piece of music like we always do. All right, so uh, this is a good one um, for a silly, goofy horror movie. Uh, this is a track that I did. Uh, it, I have a lot of music available in music libraries, which are uh, libraries of music that uh, film producers can license music out of. This is a track that's available out there, and it's been licensed before for things. It's called Hell Night, and uh, it's kind of just a goofy, silly, Halloween-y type of track, and I think it fits quite well for something like Ready or Not, even though this isn't a, like, fully produced complete song it's just a uh, a silly cute little track but uh enjoy it anyway and i i think it's the perfect episode to go out with a song like hell night so enjoy it and we'll be back with more piecing it together coming up real soon <laughs>
and All Points West. <laughs>